Welcome to welcome to episode sixty eight of the Barman and Bevo podcast. It's been a couple weeks off again. Uh, not a lot of stuff to to cover, and uh, we were just waiting on some news stories to pile up before we uh, we did uh, another episode. So I'm here with my co-host Mike Barman. Hey, Bevo. We're both in the same area code. <coughs> yes. Dif- different places, but same area code. Um, <laughs> We've got a treat for you tonight. We actually recorded something before the show. Um, you know, due to the success that Atlanta United had this year, Mike and I decided to jump on. Uh, we're trying to get season tickets. Unfortunately, that just hasn't worked out for us yet. But we did get tickets to seven games, and we had a, a third person that wanted to uh, partake in some of the games. So we actually did a, a fun little draft for the tickets with uh, Brian Conley, who's uh, a good friend of, uh, of mine, Mike's, Mike's had some interactions with him over the last few years, and um, he's a big Atlanta United fan as well. So uh, maybe next year, if uh, some of our more stuck-up friends, like the Master State Champion or um, <laughs> Crab, Kenny, Kenny Wears, Kenny Brian Crab, maybe get involved in some of these tickets with us, that'd be great. No, no, Crab can't go. It's unwatchable. <laughs> Direct quote. That, I believe that was actually the state master champion who said that. No, oh, no. I believe that he, was. He yeah. said not one of these guys could play in the English Premier League. Yes. That would be that the master is about quote. to change. <laughs> All right, well, so really, we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll yet. get to that story in a few minutes. Um, let's recap the world of cycling um, and and obviously some some local cycling stuff. The last thing we talked about cycling wise was the Tour Down Under a couple weeks ago. Which is kind of a preseason race. It's a still world tour. It's the opening of the world tour, so it's for Australian athletes. It's the middle of their summer. Did um, uh, did Richie Port finish the race? He did. He won the final stage, but not the overall. Okay, who was our winner? Uh, Daryl Impey of uh, Michelin Scott, South Africa, uh, South African. So another uh, Southern Hemisphere kind of guy. And then you've got here Bevins crashed two days with two days yeah, left Bevins in the race. Yeah, Bevins on the CCC team um, was actually the leader for most of the race. Oh, wow. And then, uh, ended up crashing two days to go and couldn't defend his jersey. Good for them. Yes. That's, that's a good that's start. A good start to the season. Good for them. Well, anytime you get a W in the co- in the, in the column is uh, Early. Takes, a lot of, takes a lot of pressure off the new teams. So. Um, are there – I saw there's – is the – there's a, a race going on now. Uh, San... Uh, yeah, Tour of San Juan starts, and then Tour of Columbia will follow that one. And so, I saw some of the teams are training down in Columbia. Right. Uh, Froome and, and some of those guys are there. Um, so they're, they're all in the Southern Hemisphere racing. Was, was that why Brick now. was down there? He's trying to get on one of those teams? <laughs> uh, you never know. You never know exactly what Brick's, uh, Brick Dangerblade is trying to do. I saw him on Sunday. He was out for a Georgia Tech uh, race weekend. Was looking pretty svelte, I'd say in the in the two sixteen to two eighteen range. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Um. All right. So, any other like kind of important goings on in, in the international scene? Uh, no. It's just kind of the beginning of the uh, beginning of the season. Um, they'll be racing in Mallorca also about the same time they'll be racing in Colombia. 
um, which is that island off of uh, uh, off of Spain that's temperate temperate weather and um, and uh, there they can do four four races in four or five days, uh, but they don't have to finish each stage. They can decide whether they want to go for one or the other or not or not not some of the and not have the pressure of a stage race. Uh, local stuff. I saw there's been a lot of announcements on Facebook and Twitter from uh, Dick Lane, Velodrome, East Point. What, what yeah. do you got going on? So we got the Olympic Development Program. Atlanta's been named as one of the four host cities to start. Um, so we're going to have a we're going to have an Olympic Development team here. It really focuses on 15 to 21 year olds, uh, which would be the age range that um, the 2028 Olympics. Uh, you would be best best for there. Uh, so super exciting. Um, we've got some funding that came from USA Cycling and a private donor, and then we're going to match that with some of the local funds. Nice. So uh, definitely a good a good start. Um, <clears throat> you know we haven't um, the United States hasn't qualified a sprint uh, a team sprint in an Olympics now for three since 2008 and we're not going to in 2020. So it's, uh, we need to start doing some things differently. And if, if we want to qualify for our own Olympics, um, what, what's the event? Is this an event at the Porsche track or is this just you guys? No, uh, actually Porsche invited, um, the track club out, uh, possibly doing an event in the future, uh, on the driving track. Uh, so, um, we've got a few of us going out to see how we can use it. Um, uh, how we can use it for cycling, how many athletes can fit on there uh, and, and race and then um, kind of get a, a feel for what the facility would be able to handle. I would think you could do quite a bit. It's a big, I mean, it's got to be it lo- at least a mile long. Which would be, a mile would usually be a criterium length, criterium course length. It might actually be um, longer, but I think it, it might be just a touch longer. Um, I've only um, done it. Oh. I've done it in a Porsche, but I've never. It'd be you, interesting to see bikes out there. You didn't. You didn't ride the light speed M1 through the turns at full throttle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I get the M1 up to full throttle <laughs> at my current rate. You'd have to follow me on the descents. Yes. No, I can't do that either. <laughs> um, well, that's kind of cool. I mean, I. I you know, I, I constantly drive by that coming Forsyth um, fairgrounds and think that, like, that would be kind of cool. Yes. Just the inside the fairgrounds. I, I know we've talked about the parking lot before, but yeah. I just don't know, you know, the logistics behind that would be probably super impossible. But that well, would that's, be kind of a cool ride, too. Yeah, but that's that's why we wanted to test ride it first with a few athletes, just to make sure that before we sign up for anything that we can – that we can pull it off because we could do we could do an event where we have heats that only has 25 or 30 athletes at a time and then kind of have a finals um, right um, like other sports do or we might possibly have you know everybody going at it at once and so well you've I'm got kinda, an inflatable you can use at that <laughs> <laughs> you know i got got an inflatable um i'm not sure if we can afford to stay at the kipton hotel um, so that, um, I don't think my credit score gets me in there. <laughs> uh, Tundra time trial, February 17th. Is that the one we ride? Yes. That's the course that we rode. Um, I could use some volunteer help that day. Um, what, for is folks. that a Saturday? It's a Sunday, Sunday morning early. 
uh, first rider off at 9 a.m. Um, and so I just wanted to kind of put it out here. If you're not racing, that's fine. Uh, I could use some help in some corners and uh, with some marshalling for uh, for about two hours or so if anyone was willing to help out. If you need um, me, I think I can probably swing it. Um, cool. Um, Violet's qualified. You could bring her. <laughs> uh, uh, the weather's always a little bit iffy, but uh, right. but I've got police officers for all the turns, but I could use some course marshals with the orange flags to help the riders remember where to go. I'm a good flag man. You are. Get that thing whipping. <laughs> pop, pop. Here's the just snap. Like, just like those towels when you're coming off the out of the showers at a. You know how it feels. University of <laughs> Buffalo is it? <laughs> I went to Niagara University. Oh, Niagara. That's Brian Conley went to the state school, University of Buffalo. <laughs> oh, did he? Yes. There you go. Um, nice. Chef challenge. Monday, is that a Monday, February 18th at Spindle? Yeah, we've got you down as a judge. That's going to be... It's fine if you can't. I I just, yeah, that might be tough. I know. It's a Monday. Okay. Uh, we are we are doing the food for the O'Donoghue wedding that I'm catering. So we're doing... So it's going to be traditional American. Um, and so we're working out kind of the kinks on that. I'm going to have some fun down at the Spindle again. So the uh, Master State Champ should be there, and you and hopefully Ronnie Bradshaw can clear his schedule a little bit. So when is I know you asked me to help you for the wedding. When is that again? That is March thirtieth. Okay, that's what I thought. And it's out in the middle of nowhere, right? Uh, Cassville, <laughs> Cartersville. Awesome. Uh, you know, on the way to Chattanooga. Not that anyone would ever have a reason to go to Chattanooga. Right. Uh, and then March 9th and tenth, you've got. Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech Race Weekend. Georgia Tech Race Weekend. The Criterium, or the road race is down in Brooks, but the Criterium is in Tucker. Uh, even the, though... The same yeah, one even, we did last year? Yeah, even though Seth, uh, the Snyder Cycle isn't there any longer. Seth, congratulations. I know you have plenty of free time riding down to Key West. You probably reviewed all the podcasts that we've had already, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, best, best, best of luck down in Key West surviving. Uh, and then, obviously, the 10th is the first... Atlanta United game as well. Correct. I didn't think I I I, I gave up my spot on that one, um, thinking you would take both. I. It was more important for me to get the DC United game away from Brian. <laughs> I have a feeling I will end up with that second Cincinnati. Game. <laughs> you two are so spicy together. Oh, it's great, isn't it? It's just like you and me. I mean, it's the yeah. same thing. You guys, I think you guys might fight a little more than you and I do. Um, I give him more crap, but he doesn't give it back to me. No, you probably get madder at me than you do at Brian. Without a doubt. Yes. <laughs> Without a doubt. Um, anything else we need to promote cycling wise locally? No, we're still pretty early for, uh, for track season and that, that. and, um, uh, actually this year, the, uh, mission source moms have, uh, volunteered to take over concessions to take something off my plate oh wow um so uh the race week the first race weekend um we actually ended up pushing back one week to may 11th 10th and 11th maybe okay instead of the fourth and fifth okay um so we're hoping to have bevo down for that one like we like we do but i know it's not college football season but that saturday can be kind of tough it could be. <laughs> it also couldn't be. 
Uh, yeah, we'll see how the playoffs work <laughs> themselves out. Um, right. All right. So a lot of things going on with Atlanta United. Um, you were actually you broke the news to me this afternoon. Were you impressed? I was, but I was also trying to get all my work done so I could get out of the office and get home to work. <laughs> uh, so I wasn't looking at Twitter at all. Or I had barely looked at Twitter that day. Actually, it popped up on my uh, Apple News feed from Sports Illustrated. Seems to have been the one that broke the story. So. so I have three open windows on my phone. One is for Miguel Almiron. <laughs> one is for Ezekiel Barco. And one is just for Atlanta United on my Safari browser, and I constantly refresh those all day long if I'm not on Twitter. Um, and then you said, what did you text me? I, I said, are we, are we Newcastle fans now? Uh, that, that is. And then I said, you know, if that's where he's going, I actually watched Newcastle play this afternoon. Because that, that was the call you made on Saturday night when we were having a blast at, at – uh... Is it, is it Rosetti's? Yeah, Rosati's. Rosati's? What did I say on Saturday night? You said we're going any wherever Almarone goes. We oh, go. okay. <laughs> but we thought we thought it was going to be Tottenham. Tottenham, the Hotspurs. Yeah. So I'll, I'll give you a synopsis of what I've read about this whole story in the last twenty four hours. Uh, so Miguel Almarone. I just wanted to know how much money it is. Uh, it looks like it's about twenty seven mil. No. Yeah. Newcastle has never paid more than 16 or, or 60. Okay. So 27 mil R dollars is like 20 pounds. No, 20 it would be, it would be, yeah, I think that's right. Is 20, that 20 ish. 20 ish. Cause yeah. New, I read that Newcastle has never spent more than 16. That's true. But uh, they're only two points away from being relegated. Uh, uh, Sutherland. So, is that what they call it in, in the in the UK now? No, I don't think so. Or getting Sutherland is when you go from the Premier League to the Champions League to the next league down in three consecutive seasons. Yikes. Ugh. So in the last 24 hours, Almiron's agent was in well, – I'll back it up. In the last three days, I've read that if Newcastle's ownership did not sign Almiron, their coach was leaving because he, he, they refused to spend money. You're kidding. He, he said, I'm, if you're not willing to help me win, I'm leaving. Uh, I believe his, his name is Benitez is the name of the coach. So Is he Argentinian? He's, I don't know where he's from. I, I didn't get, I just found it, it was funny. It was a funny blurb, so I remembered it. <laughs> uh, Almiron's agent was in England yesterday and apparently got on a flight to go to Italy to go talk to Serie A teams. Oh, really? <laughs> that is what I read. After talks broke down with Newcastle. Wow. Which I think was a ploy. Because less than 24 hours later, it's now that he's with... It looks like he has gotten on a flight to Newcastle uh, to sign with the Magpies uh, after he passes a physical. Nice. I believe this will set the record for an MLS transfer, which was set earlier this year. I want to say at $23 million. Um, I think this the, is going to be in the for 20s. the for the um the for the NC football club kid. No, it was the um I believe it was one of the the kid for Vancouver. He went to Bayern Munich, if I remember correctly. Gotcha. 
It was like, it was either 19 or 23. I can't remember what I read earlier. Um, I believe this is going to be somewhere in the 27 to 30 million range. Wow. I don't, uh, million Darren, US dollars. Darren, yes. Darren Eels said that he was not going to sell Almarone for less than 30 million. See, I thought he was saying 30 million pounds. Mm-mm. No, because that's, that's like $40 million. Well, that's what I was thinking. No, it's $30 million is, is what he was. That's why that see, number 23 million pounds. See, I was, in, come I, was in, I was in football in my head, so football is paid in pounds. No, the players are measured in pounds. <laughs> no, they're in kilos. <laughs> no, that's drugs. Rick uh, Dangerblade in, in Medellin. <laughs> haven't, you ever seen, haven't you ever seen Narco? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the Miguel Almiron era has ended here in Atlanta. Um, you know, we Barman and I have decided that we are Newcastle fans now. <laughs> it's a tough one. I don't like Newcastle beer very much. And then they... They, they have wear. nothing to do with each other. They're just in the same town. No, well, Newcastle sponsored the team for a couple years ago, I think. I think it's just the name of the town. No, it is, but the Newcastle, the beer had the logo on the jersey. Like, oh, there, there's maybe, some like, other funky logo on the front now. Now, well, now, but then the other thing is they wear uniforms that look like referees, prisons, prisoners. No, like, not like Cool Hand Luke. No, they look like they look like NFL referees. Um, do they not look like NFL referees? They do. They look like <laughs> they look like they came straight out of Foot Locker. Now, as long as they don't call pass interference against the Rams, that's fine. When they call pass interference against the Falcons, it's not so good. We'll get we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> um, here's the great thing. I can get Jess on board on this because the, the star player for Newcastle is Venezuelan. He's Venezuelan? He's the other he's the other striker for the national team. Does that country have a president yet? They have two presidents. Oh. One that the US <laughs> recognizes and one that they don't. <laughs> Do they do a coin flip? What do they do? Uh, they they go with the one that's not a dictator. Oh, <laughs> how's, how's he get put in? Well, he he inherited it, so um, did he? Yeah. All right, so. But I guess he snuck across from Colombia. Yeah, he used to be. Well, I think he emigrated at some point and then became like a lame duck vice president that became president when Chavez died. Oh. Um, well, lame duck's probably not the right word, but figurehead. Uh, opportunity to steal all the country's resources for their own personal gain. Not resources, money. Oh. <laughs> um, all right. So Almiron has left or it looks like he'll leave. Um, that helps Atlanta United because. Should we get a public, should we get a big public cake for him? <laughs> no, we'll get a Carvel ice cream cake. Bungie the whale. <laughs> Bungie the whale. <laughs> Um, last week, uh, Atlanta United signed Pity Martinez, uh, or, uh, Gonzalo Pity Martinez from Argentina, uh, and they were above the league mandated three, is it designated player? Yes. Did I have that right? I couldn't remember. DP. They call them DPs. I believe it's designated. Um, so they were at four, so they had to move either Barco or, or, um. Or Lone. They had to either loan Barco or, or sell Almiron, and we knew one of those things, if not both. But I still think they might loan out Barco. They still might. But Almiron wanted to go to Europe, and that was his, that was his deal with Atlanta United to begin with. So, so um, I know 
of pity has been practicing. Um, contract signed, ready to go. It looks like he'll just swap into that position, I would guess. Um, they're, they've been in camp for, what, two, maybe three weeks now? Yeah, I think it's been two weeks. Um, I don't know what else we got there. Wait on any United? There's a couple rumors. Um, uh, Tito Villaba, look, one of the Mexican clubs is looking at him to play forward, but it'd be kind of a lateral move for him. Like, no, he might play a little bit more, but he'd make it in the same amount of money. Right. And then I saw uh, Gonzalo's Perez and Escobar teams were looking to bring them back, transfer them back. But I can't see Gonzalo's Perez leaving. Maybe Escobar, but I think they've got to be pretty happy here with the situation they're in. Well, I think the only reason they'd want to go back would be because um, for national team assignments or something. Yeah, but I don't know that those guys would actually play on the national team. That well, that's often. what I... But that's what I'm wondering if maybe they, if the national team coach said, Hey, if you come back, if you come back, you'll have a better chance to play. Right. You know, because I'm sure MLS isn't thought highly of within um, their national, within the yeah. national team. Well, I mean, it, it's getting, uh, you're right. I think it's getting better, but it, it's certainly not at the level of some of the other leagues. Well, not, I, I think it's more actually that the schedule is in the summertime and right. not, and again, it's actually against the European League time, which took well, you've me got the Gold to Cup coming up again this summer, and um, there's the there's probably the northern one and the southern Southern American one, is the Copa de Oro and the Gold Cup. I can't remember what they're called. Dude, I have such a hard time keeping kid. Uh, I, I think it, those mean the same. It confuses it, it confuses the crap out of me when the you know they have Premier League games and then they have the FA Cup. Right. And so two teams that could play each other in Premier League might be playing each other in FA Cup. Right. And it's like, well, isn't that a Premier League game? No. <laughs> it's an FA Cup game. But it's during Premier and then, League And then season. they could be playing Barcelona in the in the UEFA Cup. Yes. Well, I think that one finished, right? That doesn't finish till May. Oh, really? We're on to the round of 16. Jesus. Yeah, so your group play is done. Man. Yeah. So to make the to make you could be UEFA playing with three league. different basically three different but you have to be top 4. You have to be top 4 in Premier League or your 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 league in order to make UEFA Cup. Sure. Is that right? I have no idea how it works. Oh, I'm I know there's I know there's four teams in there from Manchester United, Manchester City, Liverpool and maybe Chelsea, probably the last the top 4 from last year. Yeah. And then they would play the top four from Liga. And Syria and Bundesliga and, and, and uh, like Belgium. Yeah, the Dutch the Dutch Dutch and the Belgians. And then there might be like one other league in there, like uh Russian or uh Right. Uh Eastern European League, one of the other ones. Yeah, exactly. Um uh, we talked Newcastle United defeated Man City today two one. Did they? Yeah, they did. <laughs> In Premier League play? Uh-huh. Three points, baby. Yep, and it helped. Apparently it helped. Uh, Can you put the George look- Jefferson moving on up uh, on the uh, on the Twitter, please? <laughs> <laughs> <What>? Okay. <laughs> sure. 
Um, Come on, you had to laugh at that. That was good. No, that's that good. Was I wasn't expecting good. that. <laughs> the, the, you caught the game Sunday night? U.S. men's national team? I actually fell asleep after the first half because I, I had Georgia Tech. Tra- I worked Starbucks and then did Georgia Tech training camp. Um, so, uh, uh, first half, they look great. I'll tell you what I noticed. Uh, and I'll get to Michael Bradley in a minute. I don't even want to talk about that joker. Your coach. My coach. Why is our coach so skinny? Your coach. It's like, you used to play soccer. Yeah, but he, he's he's not like, he's skinnier than the players. Well, he's not playing anymore, so he's lost a little bit of that muscle tone. Well, yeah, yeah but you should still be eating. <laughs> he's he just got a faster thin. metabolism than you and me. Admit it, he looks thin. I thought he looks fine. Okay. Uh, so I'm worried about him traveling. Three nothing win over Panama. It looks about like time. they play Friday or Saturday night Costa in Rica. San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, or no, Santa, Santa, Santa Clara. Santa, Santa Clara. Clara. Maybe Santa Clara. I, I thought it might have been in Texas, but no. This one was in. Oh, this one was in Arizona. Right. I guess it might be. there was a ticket issue, and only about six thousand people went to the game. There was a ticket issue, or no one wanted to go to the well, game. No one wanted to go to the game because they wanted a hundred dollars per ticket. Because the men's national team has played so well that they should be charging a hundred dollars per ticket. Exactly. Okay. So they're going to an empty stadium. Basically. You know what? If I ran U.S. soccer, I would have said, "Come up one, come all. Let's let's have some fun." No, do like ten, five, ten, twenty-five dollar tickets. Make it reasonable. I would have made. I would have made it zero. Yeah, if you guys can't win, um, yeah, I mean, you, you couldn't even qualify the, for the World Cup. You just hired a new coach. Why can't Why can't you have some fun with it? Right. Uh, I was pissed how, off as soon as I saw Michael Bradley was in the starting lineup. How is he in the game, Barman? Here's a better question for you: How is that guy getting paid six million dollars a year from Toronto? From Toronto. Actually, you know what upset me the most about this whole situation? I'm not sure if it was The Athletic or it was ESPN, but they asked Michael Bradley if he was upset about not getting the captain's band. Please tell me he said yes. <laughs> he, he, said, he said no, he wasn't surprised. But just the fact that, the, that, that someone in, some journalist thought that it was okay for Michael Bradley to be disappointed. It was probably his buddy Stu. <laughs> Stu, <laughs> like from South Park? No, Stuart Holden, that piece of shit that announced oh, the guy the that sounds like a girl. Yeah, the one that's all oh Michael Bradley, Josie Altador, bring him back. They've been with the team. No, it's time for they couldn't do the job. They didn't get the job done. Nope. I don't ever want to see them in a uniform again unless it's the retirement game against Cuba. <laughs> Why you got to pick on Cuba like? Because they can't play. They're baseball nation. <laughs> <laughs> Their second sport is rolling cigars. <laughs> oh, man. Actually, or ba- or basketball. I want to visit Cuba, actually. I do, too. I would love to go there. Growing um, up in Florida, I'm really intrigued. Oh, you know who else plays for Newcastle? Who's that? Uh, Yedlin. Oh, that's right. Yedlin. Yes, I, I remember that. Today. that. I didn't realize he was on that team. Uh, looks like a lot of the younger guys are getting transferred over to Europe, which is great. I know Adams from 
the Red Bulls got transferred over. Um, uh, Zach Steffen got transferred to one of the teams in England, right? I believe so. Um, Tim Weah got transferred from PSG to Celtic and scored. I think he's only played in two games, but he scored in both of those games. Um, and there's a few others, but I can't. I didn't didn't write all of them down, but there's been a bunch of transfers over there. Well, it's um, nice. To, it's nice to keep him out of the German league. I thought. No, well, a lot of them are going to the German league, actually. Well, I thought Klinsmann did was a little bit too generous with the German league. How do you figure? Well, I, th- I thought he should have shared the wealth and gotten more in Premier League and other leagues. Oh, as as a national team coach, I don't think it's good to send everybody to one country. Right. Kind of deal. Yeah. My, just my personal thing. As a cyclist, I wouldn't want to send all my athletes to Belgium. Right. You know, if you had the opportunity to send a couple to Italy, if you had some to, to and and the the racers that would do well in Italy aren't necessarily the racers that would do well in Spain. Or wouldn't do well in France, so you're trying to set them up for the best success. Well, and I think when the teams are looking at the transfers, that's the other thing they're looking at too. Is like, is this guy a good fit for us? Like, the more and more I look at this ballistic deal with Chelsea, the less and less I think it's a deal for them to make their team better, and more of a deal to get their name out in the USA. Right. I don't think this kid sees the, the field, well, except in like mop up duty. Well, maybe he'll go to Tottenham. Well, they paid 70-something million for him. That much? Yeah. I didn't think it was that much. 73, I think, or 71? It was the Mm. largest American transfer fee ever. But they just have him on loan for right now, don't they? No. Well, they loaned him back to Borussia Dortmund, and he actually joins the team in July. Oh, okay. But he hasn't been playing very much in the Bundesliga. No. Because they have a new coach that is different than what he was. Well, that and the kid from England, Sancho, that's over there is playing better than him. Well, why can't we all just go to our own countries? I'm not even going to get started on that. <laughs> all right. Just have some international fun. Sunday, the big game. Are we not allowed to call it the Super Bowl? I don't, I don't believe so. so I'm Are we going to get a cease and desist? We don't make any money, so it's not like we can sue us for everything we're made of. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I don't think anybody's listening anyway. <laughs> we've, been, we've been taking quite a bit of break. Well, it's just tough right now. With There's not a lot going on. True. Um, well, you've been super busy, so. You have no idea. All right, so. Uh, yes, I do. When I get a 1030 text. About what time I'm done, and then I get it at eleven fifteen. Oh, I'm never leaving this place. Yeah, I have a, <laughs> I have a pretty good idea how hard you're working, Mike. <laughs> nice try. Um, Patriots two and a half point favorite. That's fair. Over under fifty six and a half. Under. I I like the over. I'm under. It's going to be like my personal feeling is twenty seven twenty four. I'm thinking 31 28, 37 28. 37 28? I just don't think so. I think they're. I think it's going to be 28 to 3 at halftime. I honestly think both teams are going to want to slow the game down. I think it's going to be 28 to 3 at the half. 
What? 97% chance to win in Atlanta. The is Patriots Blake, come rolling back again. Is there, is there a prop bet on Arthur Blake being on the side of the field? <laughs> I wonder what he's doing with his suite for that. You think he's, he's going to go to the game? Yeah, he's hosting other NFL owners. Oh, yeah, probably have Jerry Jones and just pissing Jerry Jones oh, off. Jerry, Jerry and Arthur don't get along. No. <laughs> um, I'll get to my bet with Bevo. I think I'm going to take the Patriots. Um, Nick Luther asked if over under 39. I'm like, the over under is 56 and a half. What are you thinking? <laughs> Come on, Junior. 39, get I'll, I'll bet the account on over 39. Whoa. That's 20 to 19. That's 21 20. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. That's awfully low. It is low. But I think both teams are going to slow the game down. I'd be, I, I really think it'll be like 10 7 or 14 10. No. Half. Yes. Well, I think both, you know what? both teams are going to try to run the ball all first half. Jared Goff has not looked that impressive the last five or six games. I thought he did great against the Saints. Right, but he didn't. I only think he threw one touchdown. It doesn't matter. It, he no, he managed the game. He hasn't been that like you know. You'll get his numbers at the beginning of the season. He's thrown for a lot hey, of touchdowns, hey, a lot of Bebo, yards. Bebo. What? Why do we play the game? Not to manage it. <laughs> we play. To win I didn't say anything about winning it. I just and if we manage need, the game. If we well. need some officials help every now and then. We need some officials. All help right, so let's go to the NFC Championship game. Are we? Yeah, I've got this here. Okay. Did the referees blow that call? Now, I told you an alternative that I read in The Athletic. What did you tell me? I said that initially when the Rams player talked to the official, he thought it was tipped. Did the referees blow that call? No, I don't think they did. They blew that call. That ball was not tipped. It looked really funny. The whole play was just funny, you know? Because you honestly, if the if the defenseman would have turned around, he would have intercepted the ball anyways. If he would have been looking for the ball, he would have intercepted it. No, because it was over it was thrown over his head. No, it wasn't. It almost hit the back of his <laughs> no. head. No. Had he not tried to tackle the guy, he might have intercepted it. <laughs> now that is true. <laughs> I won't disagree with that. Now, watching the game live, I thought that that was pretty close. Yes. In slow motion, it's way worse. Oh, it looks it's, awful. It's awful in now, slow motion. I will say, the referees got that call wrong, and hopefully there will be a rule change to fix this from happening in the future. However, it couldn't have happened to a better city, a better team, <laughs> a better quarterback, a better coach, all the above. Owner, whatever. Well, they proved they proved how they proved how unworthy they were with how they reacted to the whole situation. Yep. Um, and and another thing I wrote down: Falcons fans would be shitting themselves right now if the Saints won a Super Bowl in their building. Nah, you know that's just that's just that you have to be a good sportsman about that one. If they earned, if they had there's there's it. one thing I know about those two fan bases: neither one of them are good sportsmen. Let me tell you something, Mike. The New Orleans drug dealers don't like the Atlanta drug dealers. It's all the way down. And this has nothing to do with dealing drugs. It has everything to do with football. Neither one of those franchises, neither one of their fan bases are good sportsmen. That's true. I like to think the Falcons are a step above. 
They're not very far behind. <laughs> because Green Bay is so awesome. Now, Barman, you've been to games in Green Bay. Uh, they're very Midwestern. You're correct. <laughs> they are. Oh, thanks for coming. You know, I hope you enjoy it. But we oh, hope my. Oh, oh, God. My. Oh, oh, my. God. Thanks for coming. Oh, that's so great you beat us today. We'll um, just do the five and a half hour drive home right now. Do you think the NFL handled this situation properly? Because they didn't say anything. Well, they didn't want to. They didn't want to go either way. I mean, they really have to support their officials because the official made the best call he could at the time. You know, no human being official wants to make the wrong call. Right. No, uh, you know that's you, you know, that's just certainly that, that guy just, doesn't doesn't. Here's the thing: I think that guy is going to have issues refing games in the future. I don't think so. Um, he's getting, he, they found out where he lives. Oh my gosh. Is this like apartment moment? <laughs> I don't, they found out where he lives. I know he's getting threats. Well, that's too bad. Yeah. Cause it it's just a game. It is exactly. It's just a game. And it was only one play of many. When's the, I mean, okay. So the last time I can remember a call being blown this bad was that Monday night game. Or Sunday night game, Green Bay against Seattle, with the oh the first the first game of the season in with the, the refs zone. with the uh, the the, make, the uh, makeshift uh, refs. Um, makeshift refs, uh, and that was what six years ago, seven years ago, no, three or four, the fail Mary, yeah, it might have been five, five well, at you, the most, and the only time you know you're a really good official is when no one notices you're there, exactly. Same with a uh, defensive back. If you <laughs> your number yes. doesn't get called all day, you did all a great day. job. You did a fantastic job. Good job, kid. Uh, does a rule change come from this? I really don't think they're going to end up doing. It. There just isn't enough time to review pass interference calls, and like well, they I, would only review them upon request. That might be a possibility, but again, or in the last two minutes, but. I don't think they should be doing – I think they should be watching it in real time and not slow motion like we watch it because you know how much worse things look slow motion-wise than in real time. Sure. Okay. And I don't – I think anyone on the field can call pass interference if they see it. Well, I think that's what that referee was thinking was like, okay, if it was that blatant – Somebody else and, would have thrown and a flag. someone didn't tip it. Someone else would throw the flag. But everyone wanted to be so conscious of the fact, like, let the boys play. Right. You know, and so... Uh, it's a tough and that one's... It, it's really tough, because ideally, letting people play is the, is, the, is the best way. And, you know, the ball came out super funny. The whole play is just awkward. How open he is, how... Funny the ball's coming out of Drew Brees' hand the, the rest of the game. Yeah, but, like, yeah, I, I didn't think he threw the ball all that well in that game anyway. But it was, that one was uh, was even more, like, honestly, if the defender had just been watching Drew Brees and turned around, he would have picked the ball off four yards ahead of the receiver. Did you see the story about the kid's science fair project? Yes. I can't remember where the kid the kid's at, but he the science fair project was set out to prove that Tom Brady's a cheater. Yes, and he actually threw deflated footballs, and he said he was throwing them eight yards further. And he won. He won his science fair. 
And they asked him, well, you're going to districts. What do you do? He goes, I'm going to districts. I'm going to win there because Tom Brady's a cheater. <laughs> That's why Tom Brady thinks he's an underdog right now. Uh, no, he's not the underdog. He's the favorite. You haven't heard his pop-up speech God. on the way on the plane about how what underdogs they are? Vegas, <laughs> Vegas is the two-and-a-half-point favorite. Dude, Tom Brady, we're... Now, let's think about this man's alternative universe. He has a child with one supermodel and is married to another. He's an actress. If, if there's ever He's been an actress, an not a supermodel. Universe, if there's ever been an alternative universe, Tom Brady He's a beautiful in. actress, but she's not a supermodel. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm positive. The Brazilian isn't? No, the Brazilian is a model. The one he has a baby mama is? Giselle Bunchen, his wife, is a supermodel. Right. Uh, the woman he has the kid with before the kids he's had with Giselle is an actress. Really? I can't remember her name. She's got really dark hair. Okay. In like an English or an Irish name. I can't remember her name though. No. So you're calling her unattractive? No, she's stunning. <laughs> she Just checking. Breathtakingly beautiful. Okay. So when she drops the kids off for the weekend, does Tom just wave and say, hey? I, apparently they have a... Uh, Bridget Moynihan. Okay. I think she's just an actress. She's on a TV show on, like, CBS. Really? She's 47. Wow. She's from Binghamton, New York. Really? That's Kornheiser country. Yeah. She was married. Oh, it didn't look like she was married. Why would she remarry? She was been in two partners, two relationships, each two years long. Dang. No, oh, uh, spouse is Andrew Frankel, 2015. No, good for her. Yeah. It's good to move. It's good to move on. Yep. Um, <laughs> tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, NBC Sports. Pittsburgh Penguins at Tampa Bay Lightning. I wanted to go to that game. <laughs> no, I did. I every NH, and every NHL season, I look when the Penguins are playing at Tampa, and I try to work it into our schedule, and it hasn't worked out yet. No, we needed to be on a weekend. Yes. Um. Someday. You, yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. Uh, did you catch any of the All Star game or no? Probably not. No, I just saw some chick going like super fast around the skills. Oh, the skills com- I didn't even watch the skills competition as soon as I. No, I just it. saw the replay. Holy cow! That holy Kendall cow. Kendall Co- was... Kendall Coyne, I think her name is. Oh uh, my from gosh. The U.S. Olympic team. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and the the guys were going nuts at how fast she was. Dude, she was awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Oak Island. Lots. Are we missing that right now? It starts in thirty minutes. Oh wow! Man, we're early tonight. That's what happens when we, we get this thing done <laughs> when I need it done. Well, the shop closes at 6, not 7 right now. So um, so they keep uncovering stuff in Smith's Cove. Um, they found another weird rock. I can see you. I can still see what you're doing. <laughs> Sorry. Um, where are you? You're caught up, right? Uh, yes, I'm caught up until tonight. What, um, where, where do you think all this stuff is taking us? 
I think we're right back into the Master State Champion. <laughs> They're not going to find anything. <laughs> we, we, what is it that they say in um, in in uh, Spaceballs? We ain't found shit. <laughs> <laughs> we comb this whole desert and we ain't found shit. <laughs> um. Well, I, I think, think I think what they are finding is absolutely amazing. What they're finding is Smith Cove is awesome. Yeah, I think they're finding all the. I think they're yeah. about to find the box drains. Yeah. <laughs> I texted you last week. It's amazing how the box drains all of a sudden went from square to triangular in the yeah, video. Should be yeah, but there should be five of them. They should be able to find five of them. Right, but they've only well they haven't spread out yet. They've only just discovered the one, and, and then they'll find the other four if they is exist. That, is that for another episode? What is that for? Well, yeah, I think. The thing I told you said that you said last week this last episode was kind of slow, and I said, "Yeah, because they uncovered those walls, yes, and the box trains, and to move that much dirt takes a lot of work." True, but actually the the stumps that they had put in front of the, that box train impressed me way more than the than the wood coffer dam that someone had built up afterwards. You mean the the wooden the wall that was they kept uncovering, <clears throat> the, like that eight or nine piece post wall? Yeah, that, that was, was that in was front of that? like what the hell was that from, dude? That's got to be from like the eighteen hundreds or something. No, it's from earlier than that. Maybe. Well, like it's funny that that U shaped structure they figured out. Okay, that was an original coffer dam. <laughs> yes, and now they're Which, finding all this shit inside of it. Yes, it's insane. Yes. I'm just curious to see when they start getting into like because they keep finding other parts of stuff on the island, and we never talk about the astronomy guy. Well, the uh, two episodes they were out there, right? But we we didn't talk about it because you were behind. Oh, that tell me that guy wasn't absolutely his theory was absolutely crazy. Someone set some stones there for some reason, right? And he nailed where all of them were so far. Even the one on the other island. Yeah, but the problem is then, then they should know where the money pit is. But, I mean, you know, when they drop that sensor down in those in those holes, even the drill holes are off by like five or six feet right. by the time they're 110 feet down. So do you think the, 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 the pipe's getting curved or just they're in the wrong well, spot? It, no, that's just how you drill. Right. But they're, they're going to put – they're going to put like 10X was – they're going to put another one of those down. Now, how do they how do they fill it up 10x? Where did 10x go? I think 10x is off to the side and they're just not they've got a cover. No, 10x was right there. 10x was right there. Yeah, I think they've got it plugged up though. It's in one of those plugs on top of the Like you see every once in a while you see them pull up to that area and there's like yeah. three or four big cylinders on the ground. Yes. I think 10x is under one of those. But they're always driving stuff over it now. Right. Um, anything? I mean, we've probably got like 10 episodes left. Uh, it's going to be a while. They've got tons of good stuff. Yeah. I can honestly see them doing like 20 plus this year. Yeah. When does, um, when does Michigan Gold start? I, I don't know, but I, I'm looking for that season. That's got to start here by March 1, unless they're going to run that on its own. When does Cooper's Treasure start? That probably won't happen until May or June. Oh, really? you got a whole season to catch up on that. 
They didn't find anything. Why do I have to catch up? They found a bunch of shit. They found gold? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Gold oh. dust. Oh, that's on Discovery, isn't it? Yes, it is. Discovery doesn't share their older stuff, so I have to I have to record it. Hey, Violet. <laughs> She's getting her bottle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Violet. Um, because I have the same I have the same problem with Gold Rush. I can't go Hi. back. I can't go back and watch the old episodes. You should be able to watch it on their app. No. They oh, don't. Really? They don't share it. They don't share it that way. Okay. If I w- if I would have set my DVR to record it on Directv now, I'd have it. But I didn't. I didn't record it that way. Okay. Um, all right. So, anything else for Oak Island? Um, you asked how we could get jobs as interns. There. <laughs> I did ask back. <laughs> <laughs> we just show up. <laughs> I think if we showed up, they the first thing they would say was, "You two aren't going to be on television." Fine. Really? I'll hold the camera. Should we go out for two weeks sometime? <laughs> Ride around Nova Scotia. <laughs> Stop in Cole Harbor, see Sid. Dude, what if we what if we go to Tim Hortons every day? What if we rented a smart car? You and I got into it and we skid stopped in front of the war room <laughs> and said we're here. We gotta paint it orange. Put the O one on the side. Oh uh, oh I've seen that picture. It says like little Lee. It says <laughs> Little Lee. <laughs> <laughs> or we go opposite, we paint it black. With the American flag on the top and call it the General Grant. <laughs> what if we got what if we got bartender jobs at the Whaler's Wharf? Uh, no, I I was gonna actually when you texted me that or when you asked me about that, I said we have a much better job getting we have a much better chance of getting gigs during the summer at the places that they go and drink at. <laughs> um, so we could we could dig all day and then we could bartend all night. Bet with Bevo, uh, I believe the last game I picked, I got absolutely hosed on, uh, so I lost. I don't have the stats in front of me. Did, me. did you read the Barnwell article that I told you about? I don't think so. Oh, you don't remember it? I don't. You were a little, you had a couple too many um, Was this uh, fireball. Night? Yes. <laughs> no, I don't remember it then. <laughs> so I took, last. the last game I took was Borussia Dortmund over Fortuna Dusseldorf. Oof. And I thought this was a slam dunk, Borussia minus one. Boy, did I get Dusseldorfed. <laughs> Dusseldorf wins the game three to one or four to one. So Bevo loses that one. Goes to 14, six, and seven. But saving grace, Bevo did take Clemson on the money line and six and a half. Doubles the account. Put everything on it. Boom. Come on, I called that one. You did. Clemson wins big time, big league. What did I say? I said 31. You said like 31-14. I think the final was 37-17. to 17? And that wasn't near the ass whooping that Alabama received that evening. Uh, the, the Clemson kids were very respectful Here, of Alabama. Here's what I will say. Nick Saban took the blame, if you remember. He's like, it's on me. We didn't practice these plays. Um we weren't Those expecting kids, this. The Alabama kids look lost. Yeah. Well, he, he, they never played from behind. He's like, hey, this is on me. We didn't practice it. We weren't expecting this. This is stuff we hadn't seen before. So this is totally on me. We'll we'll get make adjustments and hopefully we can get a, get out of this. I mean, it didn't happen. 
Um, so Bet Tua, be- look, Tua looked lost. Yeah. Uh, Tua was like, I've never been in this situation before. I, think, I don't know how to I lose. think his receivers weren't running the routes a couple times they were supposed to. The one interception, like, I think the, he, the the receiver cut in. He was supposed to cut out, and then he overthrew the guy by five or five or yeah. ten yards. Um, that was in the first half. I didn't see the first interception. I think we were recording, um, but yeah, it was a uh, it was a butt kicking. It was a whooping. Um, Bevo's going to take the Patriots minus two and a half. Um, Straight up. Hmm? No prop bet. What do you want to bet on the coin toss? You want to you want to bet on uh, the singer, Gladys Knight? Don't you remember? I told you about the safety. Safe one hundred dollars. Safe one hundred dollars on safety pays nine hundred. No. You know why? Why safety happened in the last Super Bowl. It ain't gonna happen. Last two. The odds are firmly against that. Yeah, but the odds on flipping a coin heads and tails doesn't change if you do it right four times in a row. Well, it's still, it's still the same odds. Yeah, right. Right, the odds don't change. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. The odds change on a on a safety. On a safety? Yeah. <clears throat> well, one hundred pays like, nine hundred. I know. Are you saying? Well, or does, no, I, or does I ninety say, pay ten? I think they say no. So no, one hundred pays nine hundred. That sounds yeah. right. Yeah. So if you bet for no safety, you get three hundred. Okay, I'm gonna do one thing for you. What? How often? Does a safety two point five percent of the time happen in a game? It's it's two point five percent. It's two point five percent. It's not. That's not enough to wet my appetite. What? Big money. A safety happens once every fourteen point three one games. Two point five. One every fourteen. That's probably about two point five. No, it's not. It's about seven percent. I think it's lower than that. No, seven times ten would be seventy. Yeah. Seven no, times I understand. Twenty-eight. Yes, that's I about seven percent. Two and a half to in the two and a half zone. It might be two and a half in the Super Bowl. Just or in the playoffs. The game's so weird. Yeah. Hmm. So what's the best prop? What's the best prop? Bevo, you got it. If you're gonna have bet with Bevo segment, you got to take at least one prop bet. Okay, let me see what I can bet on. Yes. You're killing me here. I thought you had this all planned out. Did I don't typically show? bet the, the prop bets. They're sucker bet bets. You're like I Jimmy the Greek. Yeah. You're like I Jimmy like the Greek. I like games I can win. Look at that. Run. Look at what. <laughs> <laughs> NFL. <clears throat> game props. The, scoring props. The, player props. Fun props. What's the fun props? Okay, here we go. Here we go. Um, is there, Tony, is, there, is there a Tony Romo bet? Is there a Tony Romo prop bet? Like whether he has a blue blazer on? <laughs> Color of Gatorade thrown on coach. Orange, green, no Gatorade liquid. Red, yellow, blue, or clear water. <laughs> is there Who is the Romo first person the winning QB thanks? God, coach, wife, family, fans... Teammates, any other. <laughs> Winning team accept offer to visit White House, yes or no? Wow. Minus 700, yes. <laughs> really? That oh means you've got to bet 700 to win 100. Yes. 
Yikes. They don't want no action on that. Brady wins. Brady leads New England from behind in the fourth quarter OT to win. Plus 400, yes. So you bet 100, you win 400. Yep. Who gets the fast first sack, Sue or Donald? Donald. Minus 270. Wow. All attempts count. Crossbar does not count. Will a field goal or PAT hit the uprights? 716, yes. Minus 1,585, no. Is that a parky rule? <laughs> NFL make pass interference reviewable next year. Plus 137, yes. Minus 167, no. Oh, my gosh. Will the NFL change the overtime rules? Plus 450, yes. Minus 800, no. They're not going to. I like the overtime rules now. Will a play Tony Roma predicts result in a TD? Plus 214, yes. Take it. Yeah? I like anything with Tony Romo, right? He's okay. hot. Will Kylie Jenner appear on camera? Yes. Will Adam Levine well, be shirtless any moment what's during the odds? What's the odds? Plus 400, yes. Who's Minus 500, no. Who's she dating? I think she's... A basketball player, isn't it? Most likely. Are they at the game? Oh, I think she's dating Travis Scott, who may be performing with uh, Maroon 5. Okay. Dude, take that one and run. Go for it, Bevo. You want me to parlay those two? Sure. No, let's put it into a third. <laughs> Will Adam Levine be shirtless at any moment during the halftime show? Plus, Take it. Plus 1,862. <laughs> that, the, the, Kendall, the Kendall Jenner, and the Tony Romo. Will the, any player kneel on the field during the national anthem? Never. <laughs> Will any team owner be on the sideline side at any point? <laughs> Plus 506. Is Arthur Blank included? Any team owner. Arthur Blank's going to be on the sideline. He's the host. That's what good hosts do. Dude, you got to take that three-person parlay. Will Andre 3000 join Big Boy on stage? Yes. What's that? What Plus 995. Yes. Will it be mentioned <laughs> that Tom Brady was drafted 199th? Over 100 times? No. Will it be mentioned that Tom Brady was drafted with the 199th pick? At least 10 times. Will Kaepernick be mentioned? 10 times. Will it be mentioned that Todd Gurley and Sonny Michelle were teammates? Must be during CBS live broadcast. Half-shot show does not count from kickoff until game completion. What are the odds on that? Yes, one, minus 185, no, plus 145. Ooh. It's going to happen, but... Will the missed pass interference call against the Saints be mentioned? Must be during CBS Live broadcast. <laughs> minus ten 202, times. yes. Ten times. It's going to get mentioned ten times. I think the NFL is going to say, don't bring this up. What? They're not the masters. Did you find one you like yet? I found two. I like two or three. I liked. I'm just going through all of them. I know. Length of national anthem at Super Bowl over one ten. Oh, that's the tough one. Hundred hundred and ten seconds, not many. Yeah, no. Gladys Knight, it's going over. Plus one hundred five, it goes over. 
So you bet 100, you make 105? Right. Um, what you got, Bebo? Total times... Giselle Forget, Bo- I need another drink. <laughs> total times Giselle Buchan appears on camera during Super Bowl. <laughs> Over <laughs> one and a half. Are you taking that one? I like that one. Now, is that baby mama or is that... That's wife and baby That's mama. Wife. Oh, really? How does Tom Brady manage those two baby mamas? Any scoring drive less time than National Anthem. Ooh, yes. Minus 200. The Rams could. Somewhere in the third quarter-ish. <laughs> Word to Flakegate mentioned during broadcast. 7-7 seven, seven plus 777 for yes. What about the kids' science fair? Company with the best average rating for Super Bowl commercial. Anheuser-Busch, Expensify, Pringles, Bumble, M&M's, Field, Doritos, or Pepsi? What's Bumble? I have no idea. Pepsi usually wins that one. They're plus 1350. They're the... Yeah. They're the long long shot. Oh, are they? Because it's Atlanta town? Yeah. But it's the rating for the commercial. It doesn't matter. Which commercial will appear first? (laughs) (laughs) Avocados from Mexico or planters? Doritos or Pringles? Bubbly or Pepsi? Audi versus Kia? Hyundai versus Mercedes-Benz? Are avocados back on there? Oh, avocados almost always on there. Is it? They have that much money? Avocados from Mexico. You don't know the song? <laughs> oh, I do. Um, I can't right. believe they have that much money. It's let's like going to let's see what I got here picked here. Let's what do you got? Just from a straight bet to a parlay. Oh, they won't let me parlay them. Oh, really? No. Will Tony Romo play predicted r- result in touchdown? Plus 214. I like it. Bet five, I win ten. I like it. Will Kylie Jenner appear on camera? Hey, put me down for that one. (laughs) Five? (laughs) Yeah. Five pays 20. Yes. (laughs) Any team owner be on the sideline at any point? Uh, Yes. Okay. Five pays 25. Put five on me for me, please. Total times. What do I do? Ten? Total times Giselle Bunchen appears on camera during Super Bowl. Over one and a half. Uh, I'm taking the over. That's a that's a low winner, but we're gonna go. Was that only pay like five, seven? Five pay seven. <laughs> yeah, five, five pay seven. So I'll take it. Twenty bet twenty dollars to win sixty three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going all the way, baby. <laughs> all right, let me get in on the game. How much you putting on the game? Ten. Um, what do I got in the account? Thirty left. Yeah, ten tens is safe, but how much how much I have left? Hmm. I said with how much I used you up, how much do I have left? <laughs> Twenty. I'll put ten on the Patriots, please. All right. That leaves me ten sixty nine to bet on other useless crap. Now, what was the bet on Belichick and Brady retiring together? <laughs> that wasn't in there. Or was that? Did I say that one? I couldn't remember no. that one was in there. What, 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 what's, the, what, what's the bet? What's the bet on that? Announcing the retirement on stage. Oh, Jim, here's the thing: Brady asked. came out this week and said he wasn't retiring, no matter what, win, lose, or draw. 
Why? Why wouldn't he I, retire? I don't. I don't know. What is what? wrong with him? He's played in like thirteen AFC Championship games. Yes, That's nine insane. Super Bowls. It's his ninth Super That's Bowl. Insane. And he's not never going to be better than Joe Montana. No, he's better. He's never going to be better than Joe Montana. He's better. Joe Montana never lost Super Bowl, Mike. Yeah, but he only played in three. Yeah, but because you had more chances to play, doesn't make you a better quarterback. So does that it, mean that it means you had a better? Does that mean coach. Terry Bradshaw's a better quarterback than him? <laughs> than Joe Montana? No, than Tom Brady. Super Bowl wise, because yeah, I, I think he won four out of six or four out of five. Three out, of, three out of four. Do they have four rings? Tom, yes, Terry Bradshaw is a better Super Bowl quarterback than Tom. And Brady. he was on the Masked Singer. Uh, <laughs> and it was hilarious because as soon as I saw him, I'm like, that's Terry Bradshaw. No, only because you watched that stupid reality show where no, they no, go no. to Europe. But the way he, like, he kind of like hunched his way up on the, on the, I'm like, that's Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> that's because you watched all of his reality TV show. Yeah. Um, all right. Ask Hawaiian Garmin Tropicar. and Vivo. The Hawaiian Tropicar. <laughs> uh, last week. You got anything there? We, we, Oh, we got bag of chips. <laughs> Plenty. Plenty. <laughs> um, all right. So last time I missed one, um, Bunny asked us, what's your favorite color? I think that was a, a Buddy the Elf joke. But everyone knows my favorite color is green. I'm blue. Um, and not that, not that Manchester City... Powder uh, blue? Powder. New York, New York Football Club powder whatever, blue? What's the... What's the Nazi the Nazi air guy that used to wear the powder blue uniforms? What? Yeah. Look it up. Okay. <clears throat> like pilot? No, like the the Lufthauser, the the Oh. Uh... <laughs> yeah, the Lufthansa. Yeah, I know you're talking about that. your history. Um Nick Luther asked if global warming is real. What's up with these temps? Well, Global warming's not real. Climate change is, though. Okay. So, wonder if all this is happening because the poles are about to swap for the first time in 800,000 years. Could be. Did you, have you seen how much the, the magnetic North Pole has moved no. in the last three years? No. Has it moved a ton? Look it up. It's about to flip. If it flips, what happens? Uh, north is south and south is north. Do we, do we go upside down? Are we dancing on the ceiling? Is that Lionel Richie? Yes. <laughs> good, good job, Barbara. I love that video because they had like the like the the camera move, but the the room didn't. It's like the old Batman TV show where they're walking and they're pulling themselves up the side of the building. It's just the camera turned sideways. Um, who's ready for collegiate bike racing to begin? I know. Well, it already started, didn't it? No, the first weekend is this weekend down in Florida, in Gainesville, the Swamp Classic. Uh, Georgia Tech, we just did our training camp last weekend. We are going to have the C and D field covered with cool. a number of athletes. Hey, Violet. Yeah, she's upstairs crying. <laughs> <clears throat> and then uh, we went through Nick Luther, the over-under 39. That's a little low. He called it a big game as well. <laughs> But no one's no one's allowed to use Super Bowl. Um, 
right, that does it for this portion. So what you'll hear after this is the ticket draft. Um, that does it for episode 68. Barman and I may do one again next week if there's enough stories to talk about. We've got that soccer game coming up, the, the Champions League coming up next month. If I win $63, we're definitely doing a show. Well, those weren't all your bets. <laughs> Only a couple of those were your bets. What do I have, Kendall Jenner? You've Kendall Jenner, you took $10 on the Patriots, and you took um, Giselle Boonchin, I think, and the owners. One and a half. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, the, and owner will be on the sideline. Arthur Blake is going to be on the sideline. Yeah. Absolutely. Agreed. It's just, he owns the building. He can go wherever he wants. That suite, Jessica said that suite he has is unbelievable. He said it, she said it is just gorgeous. Oh my gosh. He brings his own personal chef, his own personal bartender <laughs> for the games. <laughs> for the Atlanta United games? For, for Atlanta United and Falcons. Does he? Yeah, so. Good for him. All right. The draft is up next. We hope you guys enjoy that. Um, We'll, we'll certainly announce, maybe give you a little bit more heads up of when we're going to record again. Uh, thank you for listening. Barman, great job as always. It's good to talk to you for an hour and a half. Oh, we had, a, we had over an hour and a half conversation on Saturday. <laughs> Did we? <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while, Be- Bevo gets a little loose. <laughs> Beers are going down easy. Uh, I think it was more the fireball. I only had two fireball shots, I think. I don't think so. There were a couple glasses in front of you when I got there. Those weren't all mine. Oh, they're Jeremy's? Yes. So, all right. Thank you for listening. Uh, we'll be back soon. Hope you enjoy. Barman, I'll talk to you uh, later this week. Yes, sir. Take care. Later. All right. Welcome to uh, the Barman and Bevo Atlanta United Ticket swap meet draft party. <laughs> um, so uh, I was talking to a friend of the show a couple days ago or last week, and I, I we've been Barman and I've been in the works for getting season tickets. Unfortunately, we're still on the waiting list because uh, Barman refuses to sit in the three hundred level. And uh, <laughs> and after, uh, after I discussed it with you, you thought it was a good idea too. Uh, so we have purchase tickets for seven games um i told brian conley who's we've talked about on the show many times he's a good friend of mine i've known him for um pretty much close to 20 years at this point um he wanted in on the tickets too um so what he suggested is we we start a draft for the tickets um to figure out who who wants to go uh to what games now so Brian's on the podcast uh, on, on FaceTime on a separate call, and, and Mike's on FaceTime on another call. Um, now, Brian, you wanted you said to me you wanted to go to D.C. United and or L.A. Galaxy. Yeah, uh, but not mine. Uh, either one of those teams certainly see a big-name player. So they, that, those two games are a week and a half apart. <laughs> All right, so my, here's, here's what I was thinking. We do a draft, but what I'm going to do is give Barman the first pick because I know he's going to secure one of the two games he wants to go to. From there, 
I'll let you pick, Brian, and then I'm going to pick, and then we can go reverse order, or we can just start back over from the top since there's only three of us. Does Brian, does Brian know exactly what seven games we have? No, so I, and then, then I was going to go over the seven okay. games we have so he knows. My bad. Um, so, Brian, we have March Sunday, March 10th against FC Cincinnati. Um, we have Sunday, May 12th against Orlando. Sunday, July 7th against the Red Bulls. Sunday, Sunday, July 21st against D.C. United. Saturday, August 3rd against L.A. Galaxy. Sunday, August 11th against New York Football Club. And Saturday, September 14th against the Columbus Crew. Now, Barman has on here that he only can't make right now one game, and that's the Cincinnati game. And that's the opening game. Are you there? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm here. Okay, I was, cool. I was just contemplating, well, I'm not going to pick Cincinnati. That may, might force uh, <laughs> having to select. <laughs> the gamesmanship has already started. <laughs> well, I can I'm tell you. Tom Brady. <laughs> I can tell you right now, I want to go to that game because they're going to hopefully raise the banner for the championship. But it's it's either it's either yeah. So it's either me and you at that game or me and Jess at that game, which is you know, either way, somebody's sitting on my lap during the game. <laughs> All right. So Barman has the first pick, and he's going to select the New York Football Club, <laughs> August eleventh. All right. So I'm gonna put Barman in there. Yes. <laughs> it's almost as bad as the powder blue uniforms they wear. I know. All right, Brian, are you going to select DC or LA? I am going to select with my first selection of the first round. On this date, January 29th at 7.31 p.m. <laughs> You can tell this man's watched a few drafts. I'd like to thank, like to thank Mike Vendor for his hospitality. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to select the LA Galaxy uh, to see Zotlon. Zotlon who? <laughs> Clearly Brian Conley knows nothing about the draft. I thought it was Zoltan, like the uh, from <laughs> big, from big or whatever it is. Nope, you did it right. <laughs> nope. That's good. Oh, okay. All right, so I'm going to take uh, DC United. Now, do we want to go reverse order? Or do we want to go back to the top? Okay. Is this a professional <laughs> Well, some might call this a professional podcast, but we haven't paid for it yet. The sponsorship revenue has been a little light. Um, oh, we'll go back to the top. So, Barman, are you going to take the Red Bulls? I will take the Red Bulls, please. Okay. I would like to trade. 
trade back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pull a Belichick, and I'm going to take... <laughs> Mike, I will trade back with you for a first-round draft pick next year. <laughs> In order to, for what? <laughs> well, I'll trade one spot back to your spot. Oh. <laughs> I'll give you my first... Overall, or you give me your first overall pick next season when we do this. No. Wow. Trade decline. I'll trade you. I'll trade you your spot now for my spot next. <laughs> uh, no thanks. I think I'll just get on with the selection. Do so you want Columbus, Orlando, Cincinnati? Hey. Cincinnati's the only one that Mike can't go to. Yeah. So so far that that's the way it's looking. Okay. I know Jess would probably really like to go to that game. So let me, let me, are we just selecting? This is not a fair draft if you bring up Jess and her. <laughs> are we selecting? Are we selecting both tickets for the game or just a seat for the game? A seat. A, a seat for okay. the game. Yeah. So okay. you could pick so like one of the New York games and go with me instead of Bebo. If I wanted to take the second LA Galaxy seat and go with neither one of you guys. Yes, you could you could you could definitely do that. You could do that then. <laughs> yeah, I mean I I'll tell you right now, I'm probably gonna take the DC United ticket for the next pick. Right. Yeah. LA Galaxy. Is there? Is, am I on the clock? Is there a timer? Because I'd like to use my full fifteen minutes for this. <laughs> you want to phone a friend? What is Brian? Is Brian calling Mike Holgram or something? <laughs> <laughs> He's getting on the horn to Gianluca Pagliuca to see what to do. He never leaves the Philadelphia greater area. No, when the Buccaneers are going well, he does like the Tampa area. Who was the guy that was always like embedded with the New York or the San Francisco Giants? Who was that guy? Oh, like, John Miller? Might have been. Like Pedro Gomez or something? Yes. Okay. That's a good pick. Good pick. It's an automatic win. I'm going to take the other DC United ticket. So you have both tickets for DC United? I do. I'm available to go. Armin. So I'll take the Columbus crew game, please. Does that make you the commissioner? It makes me something. <laughs> Columbus crew, that's a good pick. Conley? That's a good pick. I'm up already? Yep. Well, you're the only one taking any time on this thing. <laughs> so you so you could you could take you could take both the LA Galaxy tickets then. I know, but then I'll have to ask Mike to go anyway. That's fine. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, but then you just sell me the ticket for eighty nine dollars. Because, I got Orlando and LA Galaxy and uh, I I'm gonna I'm gonna Alright, yeah, I'll take the other LA Galaxy ticket. Okay. I'm gonna take Cincinnati. Barman? Um I'll take the other New York FC. Yeah. So you've got Orlando, New York Red Bulls, Columbus Crew, or Cincy. Well, since Mike. Unless you don't want to go to any more games. That's an op- option as well. I know you, you want. I've already tried to. I tried to trade my picks. You guys didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'll trade my entire draft for <laughs> Adrian Peterson. Right, so, <laughs> so I got LA Galaxy and Orlando. Yep. All right. Um, we can get you the tickets to see the Flint Tropics. Let's get tropical. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just take the other Cincy ticket? Why don't you take Cincy and I'll take Orlando and we just go to those two games together? <laughs> I, I do believe this yeah, is Brian's so idea. Yeah, but I'll take I'll take Cincy. So I'll take Cincy. I'm sure she could butter you up this weekend on your birthday and get that ticket from you. <laughs> All right, so I'll take... Okay. Hold on, what kind of snacks are we going to have at this birthday party? You're getting your own cake. It's your birthday. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, we're making meatballs, uh, little meatball sliders, and um, what's the other thing we're making? Corn dogs? Mini corn dogs? I just can't have anything that it, I'm going to, like, get like, out when your dad makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, don't make me laugh. Tough shit. <laughs> All right, so. I, I request exploding chicken wings for the. Uh... <laughs> there are two tickets left. Uh, we've got Red Bulls and Crew. And Barman's got both of those tickets. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm good. I'm good with the game. So you guys, you can calmly can pick next. Barman, or Conley, do you want the Red Bulls or the crew? Or none? Uh, I think I'll go with the crew. You want to go see your boy Jayasi Zardis? I'll try to spread out the games here. Like, I guess we, I yeah, you did a nice job of that. All right, then I'll take yeah. Red Bulls. 
All right, so the draft is complete. Complete. That was excellent. All right, so so we have uh, Brian. I will get you an invoice. <laughs> that, oh, that's. <laughs> No, no, no. You can, like I said, I'm pretty sure. So, Conley, you're, you're going to Cincinnati on, why can't I see the date? Is it over further? Yeah, it's March 10th. You're going to May 12th against Orlando. You're going to Columbus on the 14th of September. And you're going to LA Galaxy on August 3rd. And you got both of those tickets. So which one of you guys wants to go with me? <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> What's the topic of the podcast today? What are you guys talking about? Um, Catching up. We haven't done NFL since before the championship games. Yeah, so we've got some NFL. we got plenty of Atlanta United news. Uh, U.S. men's national team. Uh, we have to call it the big game. We're not allowed to use the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, is that like, like I, I think it is. Uh, cycling, whatever cycling news is going on, local and international. Um, Oak Island, as usual. I, you know, I, I, I think I was listening to one of your podcasts. You started talking about Oak Island, and I kind of watched it for a while, so I turned off the podcast because I don't know. <laughs> Did you guys find anything? They keep finding tons of stuff. They've made awesome. more discoveries this year than they have ever. That's true. Uh, that's it's, awesome. it's insane. All right. I'm going to have to start watching that thing again. You well, guys, if you're going to watch one season. some podcast, and you guys got me hooked into it, but then I was like five seasons behind. Well, the recap show starts in 15 minutes, so you can catch two episodes tonight. The recap show. Uh, so last Island. last week's episode and this week's episode starts at eight, uh, April, from eight to ten. What, what time is what, or what channel is that on? History. Like, History. History channel. Okay. Okay. All right, hey, sir. Hey, well, one thing before I go, it was. Uh, can you guys believe that like Tom Brady's in the Super Bowl again this year? The color commentator in the Super Bowl is Tony Romo. Right? <laughs> Who started after and, him and finished before yeah, him. He started in the NFL like two years after he won his first Super Bowl. Well, I mean, Brady's been there since they invented the forward pass. So, I mean... <laughs> Brian, does, does, do Tom Brady and Bill Belichick win the Super Bowl and ride off into the sunset together? Quit on the Bills and join the Packers bandwagon. It's been right in the toilet ever since. Oh my, oh no. No. <laughs> well, I'm can sure. I get not... off in the Lambo field. Like, it was just all downhill from there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I it wiped away everything Vince Lombardi did. I've been the Packers record is since, since we walked into Lambo, Mike. It's below 500. I bet it has to be. It is below 500. Oh my God. All right, Brian. Thank you. 
We'll see you Saturday. Yeah, thanks, Brian. You too. Just a good old boy, never meaning no harm. Beats all you never saw, been in trouble with the law since the day they was born. Straightening the curves, yeah, flattening the hills. Someday the mountain might get them, but the law never will. Making their way. Don't understand, they keep a show in my hands and not my face on